You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Judd's Hockey Show listeners, this is the hockey whisperer himself, Phil Mackey. And I want to talk real quick about Federated Mutual Insurance Company, here to help take your business to another level through risk management. Uh, they are basically like a, like a checking line to protect your top-line players from risks and things on the horizon. Federatedinsurance.com if you want to find out more information and if you want to find out more information about the great people that have been around for a long time helping businesses. Federated Insurance, where it's our business to protect yours. Hockey! Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Power play's been good. Obviously, it, it sucked tonight. Um, so, uh, you know, we... Listen, our whole game sucked tonight. We got what we deserved. We, I think, uh, you know, and then that hasn't happened um, to us, fortunately. Um, you know, and we didn't shoot the puck. We didn't. Uh, we didn't do. You know, we were just going through the lineup, and you know, go through everybody. But it's hard to find a good player here tonight. Nobody uses the word sucked as effectively right now in professional sports, in my humble opinion, Declan Goff, than Dean Evason, coach Amen. of the Wild, because he drops it in so perfectly. Like, he doesn't drop it in. He's got an inflection to it, but there's not, like, super angry anger behind it. He just, like, when he elects to say that things didn't go well, it's just that we sucked. And sucks a great word, too. It is. Because it's like he, he could look for a more professional adult word. <laughs> But why? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's perfect. It's it short. Is. It's to the point. It's effective. They sucked. They sucked. That was a missed opportunity. 5-3 loss, of course, by the Wild to the Coyotes last night at the X. And, um, well, I'm sure m- many of you were doing what Declan and I were doing, which was keeping an eye on the hockey game, but also probably more so trying to watch the Wolves, who also in the fourth quarter, let's see what's the word, sucked. Um, this is a hard loss to stomach as good as the wild has been. And now this ends this defeat last night ends their 13 game home point streak. It ends a 10 game overall point streak. Um, the wild's been fantastic of late, but the coyotes are absolutely a train wreck. Yeah, they're bad. They, they were, they are terrible. Uh, just for a reference point there, the wild had been 25, five and three in its past 33 against them. And the coyotes entered last night's game with 51 points tied for the fewest in the entire league. And you somehow lose that game power play as Dean said, sucked. Uh, But let's start with a conversation that we had a couple days ago. The last time that we gathered Declan to do an episode of Judd's hockey show goaltending. Interesting. Mark Andre Fleury gets a third consecutive start last night so we've definitely gone away from what had been the rotation uh between flurry and talbot mm-hmm. talbot is 12 0 and 3 in his past 15 flurry m- meanwhile and i mean this goes back to our last show because we discussed it uh 
Flurry has definitely started to allow some questionable goals. He's five and two record wise in his past seven, but the statistics are 3.59 goals against average and 881 save percentage. Definitely some goals going in that are not going to cut it when the playoffs start next week against the Blues. So I guess just judging level of concern right now on this. Where do you stand and how much are you thinking Talbot gets the game one start based on how Marc-Andre Fleury is playing right now? I mean, I, I guess it's, it's it's getting kind of inching more towards that coin flip situation where it could be Talbot instead of um, instead of Fleury. I don't know, Judd. I, I still think uh, it's probably going to be Fleury's net. Also, even though Talbot will obviously get one of these last two, just, uh, just two games left for the Wild. I mean, Talbot hasn't played in a while, so he's, he's going to get at least one of these two uh, before yep. the playoffs then start five days from now as we record this on Wednesday, April 27th. Um, mm-hmm. I think Flower still gets it. Um, Talbot has not played well against the Blues throughout this season. Um, I am a little perplexed just at the usage of Fleur. Like, wh- Why all of a sudden do you throw Flurry, Flurry, Flurry? That's that's the part I don't like. Are they keeping it's Talbot great... fresh for game one? Like, I I don't know. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to keep him? But here's what I don't get. Like, I've seen that speculated on. But I guess my comeback would, would be three consecutive starts. Wouldn't you want to keep Talbot sharp? Right. I'm with you. I am i don't get it. Yeah. Like, there's something. These guys aren't dumb. They're doing New. something. I don't know that I get it. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand it either. Um. I mean, and look, Flurry hasn't been great these last few games. Um, I think obviously yeah, losing to a team like Arizona is a little <laughs> not not the like most biggest glass of confidence you can have losing to a lowly team like the Yotes. And and Flowers' numbers have kind of fallen off a little bit because of these last three games that after a, a stellar first, you know, um, seven six seven starts for the Wild after he got traded here from Chicago, uh, I, I still give the benefit of the doubt. I think to Flurry. Um, he's a playoff performer. He's been there. He's done that. Now the wild, um, are tied with St. Louis. The blues have one game left. Minnesota has two games left. Basically the wild has to play, have to play a point ahead of the blues over these next two, uh, to clinch the home ice. So in, in theory, you'd like to hope the wild had the upper hand here to get the home ice. They could have uh, made it a lot easier on themselves. They just beat an easy Arizona team last night. Uh, instead, now we have to sweat this out on basically till game 82, um, but I think in general, I think they're going to give the benefit of the doubt to Flurry. And I know you brought up the point in our last Judd's Hawk show earlier this week that, funny enough, Cam Talbot's been a lot better on home ice, even though St. Louis has his number. So if it's on the road, it's probably Flurry. If it's at home, do they go to Talbot? Um, yep. I still believe it's Marc-Andre Flurry on game one against the Blues next Monday, wherever that may be. And keep in mind as well, the other sort of interesting 2021-22 dynamic to this series that the Wild's about to embark on against the Blues is the St. Louis Blues have not played a game at the X this season. Yeah, it's weird. I don't. They played three times, and of course, the first time was Jan one in the Winter Classic, which, by the way, I don't. Count. That doesn't count. An outdoor game. Yeah, it doesn't count. Which is why I could go on a diatribe right now oh, about God. why I absolutely oh, hate God. playing a division opponent in the Winter Classic. Oh in, boy. In a, what amounts to a made-for-TV fun spectacle. But anyway, I won't. Um, but I guess the, well, in a way it's good fortune, and in a way it's maddening, because you got the Coyotes last night, just a bottom feeder. They're on the golf course. And the Blues went in 
to Colorado. They tried to rally late, but they lost. And so that brought an end to their 16-game point streak. The Blues had been 14-0-2 in their past 16. They lost last night. So to your point, Dex, the Wild gets Calgary at the X on Thursday. They get Colorado on Friday at the X. The Blues, I believe, on Friday play host to the Golden Knights. And so the Wild still very much is in control here if they can get the requisite points, which essentially means you would gladly sign up for three-point games. So, so like, you'll take a if – you, if you beat Calgary on Thursday yep. and then can get Colorado into OT and even lose that on yeah. Friday – and the Blues win, the Blues are still going to be a point behind you. So um, I will continue to say that while it can be debated about home ice and it puts pressure on you because it's game one in your barn, blah, 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 I will continue to say I think home ice is important. I think with I think last night, notwithstanding with what the Wild has done, that if you get the Blues game one, two, five and seven here i feel a lot better going into the series that than i do if it's the reverse and the blues get you in game one two five and seven in st louis yeah i mean the home ice is definitely matters a a a big part here and and the wild in general haven't played very well in st louis i don't think they've been a bad team on the road this year but but st louis has had their number obviously we've just talked about that they haven't been in st paul at all this season um you know Look, Huso is a good goaltender. You know, Bennington has kind of rotated into the into the back. I know both him and Huso have basically split time, but Huso's their number one. Like, like he's going to start game one. Yeah, I, think he, I agree. And game two yep. of that series, and and Huso's fine. Like, the the weird thing is, is the Wild I think have a better rotation. Flurry Huso over, uh, excuse me, Flurry Talbot over Huso Bennington. Um, but Huso is like more established as we know he's going to start game one, right? Like, we know Huso's going to start Game 1 for St. Louis. We still really don't know who's the Wild are going to start for Game 1 on their side of things. Um, mm-hmm. So And, and Huso's been, you know, over the same stretch that Talbot and, and Fleury have been on here since uh, since basically the trade deadline. You know, Huso's numbers are almost identical to Talbot and Fleury's. Like, he's he's been good. He hasn't been a, a rock star, but he's been good. He's been serviceable. He's been helping keep St. Louis in games. Um, he hasn't really been there, done that before. Bennington went on that insane run during the, the Blues Cup run a few years back, but um, he's also a bit of a head case. So the goal, the, just the, I guess my grand scheme of what I'm saying here is both teams' goalie situations are incredibly fascinating to me in this series. Absolutely. In fact, if I if I was Dino and I was going to sit down with Billy G and the boys and make a decision about who was going to start, you know what I would do it with i would do it with a table full of surly furious as declan goff absolutely because it because it'll relax you it's good conversational beer <laughs> surly our friends are, are a proud sponsor not only of uh, purple daily now but also of judd's hockey show we appreciate that and as the playoffs near so there's a very good chance that the wild will open the playoffs on monday against the blues i would suggest Hmm. that you make sure that your fridge is stocked with Surly Brewing products. Now, personally, I'm a Furious guy, but as Declan will tell you, oh, Judd, oh, contraire, Furious is fantastic, but what do you always tell me? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, 
Furious is the Kirill Kaprizov, right? Like, it's the Kaprizov of Surly. It is. It's, it's the superstar. It's what they're known for. But then you have, you have a Kevin Fiala who's just as good, you know, and that, that's a drips and draps. You know, you, you have a Joel Erickson Eck who isn't afraid to get down and dirty. That's a Surly hell. You know, you, you have a Grapefruit Supreme, Ooh. which is just like Matt Zucker or Matt Boldy, I should say. I think Matt Boldy's more of a, 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 a Surly Supreme kind of guy. So I like where you're going. There's options. There's op- just like the Wild have more than one option to score goals, there's more than one product at Surly Brewing, and there's plenty at their disposal. Surly Brewing, oh, happy, so, happy sponsor. So absolutely, absolutely. So um, to back to your point about the goaltending, I think you hit it not just from a Wild and Blues standpoint. I think one of the great storylines as we uh, get set for the playoffs to begin is goaltending across the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild and Blues, actually, if you go and dissect the series that we're going to see league-wide, the Wild and Blues are actually in really good shape. Like, there are teams with huge question marks. Mm -hmm. There are teams with injured goaltenders. There are struggling goalies. Seriously. Like, the Wild. So, Flurry's hit hit a bump. Like, I'm not going. He doesn't stink. It's not like, oh, my God, he can't play. But he's definitely hit a bump which goaltenders do. Um, I also think that there is a chance that when the playoffs start, it resets things mm-hmm. for a guy like that, Dex. And I don't want to be as bold as to say that he can flip a switch, but I do think that he, he could very well come back and play great. Yeah, There's a lot of teams in this league now with far bigger question marks. And where Garen deserves a ton of credit is the trade to go out and get Flower is absolutely huge because if the wild was about to start the playoffs, even with flurry struggling a little bit, if the wild was about to start the playoffs with Koppel and cam playing goal, mm-hmm. I think we'd both be like advantage blues. Sure. <laughs> and I think we'd both be somewhat concerned. Yeah. 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 I'm a, I'm a lot less concerned. And I think that there are teams around this league that are going to be in the playoffs with a lot bigger goaltending question marks. And as we've always talked about, What's the absolute key to an extended run in the playoffs? Goaltending. Yep. Here, here's a fat. Let's go down this little rabbit hole here as I'm looking on natural stat trick. Um, from the trade deadline till now. So just goaltending statistical leaders. So, and let's just, for, for the sake of simplicity, let's just use save percentage here just, just to make things very simple. So since that time, Mike Smith's been on an absolute tear for Edmonton. Like he's he's been playing out of his yeah. mind over the last six weeks. And I don't, think that'll carry exactly. over in the playoffs but but this is to your grand point so mike smith has a 940 save percentage since march march 30 uh, 21st which is absurd and he's, and he's playing great hockey and edmonton's finally playing great hockey and that's great for them but it's mike smith it's mike smith and he was awful he's terrible he was damn near unplayable for a while the next one uh sorokin and the islanders who's a very good goalie but new york's obviously had a very disappointing season they're not going to be there in the dance third is cam talbot Fourth is Logan Thompson in Vegas. Vegas is fighting for their playoff lives. Probably not going to make it. Um, Shusherskin is fifth. And a nice young goalie, but I mean, who knows what's going to happen when the playoffs come on. Kemper yeah, is sixth, who has been very yep. solid all season. But again, you have been uh, kind of uh, the only person to have one foot out of, of Darcy Kemper potentially shipwrecking Colorado's chance, which I do agree with to a degree. Um, seventh is Jonathan Quick. You know, this is this is maybe the one where it's like, you know, Quick is... Over the hill, but do I trust Jonathan Quick to potentially steal the Kings some games if they do indeed make a playoff run? Yeah, I think I could see that happening. 
Uh, eighth, Jack Campbell and Toronto. Toronto just, no. I, I, have, I have no, no. idea. No, nope. that's. I think that's an unmitigated disaster waiting to happen. Uh, and then tenth is Connor Hellebuck, who last year looked like one of the best goalies in the league. But again, like, all out. look look at all those goalies I just listed: Mike Smith, Cam yep. Talbot, Logan Thompson, Darcy Kemper, Jack Kemp, uh, Jack Campbell. Like, it's it's a great point. Like goaltending right now, as it's trending, who like what team do you confidently say has the upper? Like Jacob Markstrom, do you trust Markstrom for Calgary? I don't know. I yeah well first of all so so let's just go back to the list that you read at the top 10 it's gonna sound crazy but as the playoffs begin I think I actually trust Marc-Andre Fleury slightly struggling more than Kemper okay Darcy Kemper scares me man Darcy Kemper when when the play when when the pressure increases he scares me. I just, I have a weird feeling that he is ripe to just implode. And I don't know why, and I might be totally wrong. But I don't know if Colorado starts to struggle. And look, they are, one thing they have proven, they are susceptible to being rattled, right? Yeah. I guess my question is, who on that team stops that? And I think Darcy is a, can be a head case. Now, I don't think he's as bad of Head case necessarily is Bennington, who I think can completely go nuts. Yeah. But if they start to struggle and Darcy has a bad game and McKinnon starts pressing, um, I just I like so the one thing I will give the wild is this. And I think it's by it's why they have been pretty good at being resilient. I like the character of this team. I like the character of some abs players, but I don't know that I like the character of their team as a whole as much. And I think that when you have character issues on your team, goaltending can be a real question mark unless you've got a, a guy back to your quick point. Like quick is definitely past his prime as is flower, but both of them have the experience. Yeah. And so I think that they can settle things down themselves. Um, if Jack Campbell starts to struggle, which he very well might, I think the Leafs are screwed. Mm-hmm. And then and then you turn to the guy, um, what the hell is his name? Shelgren, I think, or something like that, who's be- behind Jack. And he's not the answer. Maybe. So anyway, yeah, I think goaltending, I think it's going to be a major storyline across the board here. Yeah. It's, it's, you're right. It's super intriguing. It's a great, it's a really, really fun conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the most important ingredient for a long playoff run. and with the way the league is trending and just with the landscape of the goaltenders that are in the playoffs this year, the wild having Talbot and flurry flurry Talbot, whatever you want to rank it, it might be the best advantage. They might have, I think they do probably have the best tandem going into the league, going to the playoffs, I should say. Well, yes. And as far as the blues go, I think Talbot and flurry are far more stable than Bennington. Yeah, and if Huso, who who's had a great season or a solid season, as you said through his stats, but is definitely not a playoff guy yet, yeah. like we don't know. The playoffs take things up a notch, and and I think Flurry's presence, e- even if he's not playing all the time, is going to help Cam. So yeah, I think it's a and heck, can go to uh, to the uh, Canes, right? What it? I believe <laughs> Frederick Anderson is hurt now. Yeah. Anti Ranta got hurt. They're like back to a third guy. Now, R- Ranta might come back, but
But the point is, there are there are teams with a lot more question marks in goal than here. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that's not a question mark, Declan Goff, I'm going to tell you right now, is what to get mothers for your mom or wife for Mom's Day, May 8th. Because I've got the solution to your problems. Because right now, gentlemen, you're saying, Mom or my wife, what am I going to get them? I don't want to get them just another cliche gift. I want to get them something special. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can do that from the comfort of your office or, or home. Spiral light candles, spiral light candles, spirallightcandles.com. Prices start at 14 bucks and orders of $50 or more ship for free. These things are outstanding. The aroma will fill the house with a pleasant, pleasant scent that she'll like. So will, will you. Uh, the candles actually burn down, as they say, spirally, but then they form another candle that is long-lasting. Spiralightcandles.com. Check them out. Tell them Sports Dan Score North sent you. You will not be disappointed. All right, the power play last night. Oh, boy. 0 for 6, 5 shots. <laughs> um, okay, there's two ways to spin this. One is the power play in the past few games had shown substantial improvement. Last night was bad. Um, the two ways to spin this are one glass half full. They're without Spurgeon, Dumba, Zuccarello. Now I would say the loss of Spurge, Spurgeon and and Mats are both on the first power play. Their loss is felt. It's a big deal. That's the positive way in saying, hey, once they come back, hopefully they come back soon, they'll be fine. The negative that I see, especially from that first power play, and it drives me crazy, and I think it drives Dino crazy as well, Declan, is this one. Why the need to get so damn cute so often? Find a lane, shoot the puck. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And and I get the old fans, shoot is super annoying and silly at times, but they overpass. Fiala at times. Fiala, here's the weird thing. And I don't know if you'll agree with this statement or not, but I really feel that this is the case. I think Fiala has more of an idea and identity killing penalties than power play wise. Because there's times where he's like, and look, he can make nice plays. He can make great plays. But dude, you're a goal scorer. And on the power play, I want you scoring goals. Um, On the penalty kill, he, he and Goudreau go out there with a mission of, we're going to pressure the puck and attack. And I love that. Power play-wise, though, I am just so tired of seeing these guys far too often get far too cute. And inevitably, it's like a block shot, a clear. They've got to come back and try it again. Um, I can tell you right now, special teams against the Blues is going to be enormous. Yeah, man. Uh, the way these games go in the playoffs, you just you, you can't go for five. You know, you 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 can't have a, an offer in that situation. Um, this is going to be a very interesting spot for for the wolves. Uh, for the wolves, oh my gosh, for the wild to, to be in, in in the playoffs. Howell too for for the wolves for for a six games, seven game series. But you you got Fiala, you have Boldy, you have Kaprizov. Yes, you're 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 missing a Dumba. You're missing some guys here, but in general, it's just you have to cash in on these power play opportunities once a game. If it's one for five at least, okay. Yes, you like you cannot go for five in the playoffs because like that, these are the type type of things like if you lose a special teams battle like that. I care more about that than losing your face off sixty to forty percent in the game. 
Like, did you go for five on special teams? Like that that that's that's the thing that are, that are going to upset me. Um, you cannot go down this path where basically you can just say, ah, oh, we'll just score them five on five. Like y- you need more than I, yes. that. You need yes. you need to win these power plays. Like your the penalty kill historically for the Wilds always been good. This year just been atrocious. I don't really understand why it's been. And so the Blues bad. are going to score some power play goals. Oh yeah. So, so like that's where you've got to match them and meet them. Yes. So yeah, this is it's it's a fascinating area to, to watch like we just talked about goaltending being you know who's gonna start game one or two i think maybe the point b of this is special teams like what are we gonna see from the special teams and here's what i want to i want the wild because my god they've got kaprizov fiala like they've got the talent here's what i want them on the power play setting up a nice play is awesome that's great it looks good and when you score a goal you know bang bang tic-tac-toe oh it looks good but what I want is this. I want them to capitalize on shooting lanes when they exist. Because what are teams, good teams on the kill, or a hell, not just good teams, teams. What do they do, Dex? They take up the shooting lane, right? So the more that I'm trying to swing the puck around and pass the puck, teams are moving. And then, inevitably, you can get a shot eventually. But you got to take it. And I feel like that's what the Wild, when they're not going well, doesn't do. They don't take the shot. It's like one more pass, one more pass. Well, that leads into a clogged shooting lane that's going to cause a blocked shot and a breakaway or at the very least a clear, things like that. So what I want them, Kirill Kaprizov should be looking to go Ovi. I mean, Ovi, what does he do? Sits in the he, same he's so spot. good. Well, and the shot is heavy as hell. Like the shot's great, but what makes him special? He shoot. He shoots off the pass. Like that's what I want. You don't, Kirill, dude, you are an unbelievable player, but you, your biggest asset on the power play is your ability to one time and shoot. And the other thing too is, and this sort of drove me, like this goal was nice, but it's exactly the type of goal I don't, I don't like need. Um, Friday against the Kraken, I believe it was X first goal was off a beautiful sort of tic-tac-toe from behind the net in front. He scores. Nice shot. Nice play too. But here's the thing. Against the Blues, I want Eck in front goal, uh, in front of the goal, and I want him screening, and I want him creating havoc. I don't need him to get a nice pass. I want Kirill to have the shot and Eck to create the screen. And, and Eck has to, and look, he'll do it, but he has to know if they go, you know, six or seven games against the Blues, he's going to be beat to hell. And that's what he should be. Like everything he does is going to be tenfold tough. Um, And I'm not saying he can't score in front, but my ideal power play for Eck is rebound goals, creating screens, getting tips, right? That sort of thing. What I don't want is this, you think you're the Harlem bleeping globetrotters out there passing the puck around to sweet Georgia Brown. I don't need that in the playoffs. I need gritty, grimy, greasy goals. And a rant. I get it, man. I understand what you're saying. Well, no matter what happens, no matter uh, no matter you get them greasy, you're scoring the power play or they're not scoring the power play, I will have my chill boys on. I will have my bamboo fabric. I will have my performance brand. These are the things at the end of the day that when I'm watching the wild either get me on the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, I am actually just chilled out right down the middle from my friends at chill boys and chillboysunderwear.com. It's a Minnesota-based company. 
It changes your entire outlook on box. Changed my life. It literally changed my outlook on how I view underwear. And long johns too. And long johns. Look, in a miserable spring. God has it ever. You're you're always warm. You're always. In fact, I bet you go golfing with the chill boys. Uh, Yes, long johns. I have to. I have to. I I, I have to wear the long johns when I golf right now because it's been so so windy. But regardless, though, when it warms up and I can I can slap back on the performance brand, the 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 little more looser brand of of the underwear that that still feels nice down there. Keeps and keeps the boys in, in, in intact. It's a great company. Show yep. boys. Check them out. Showboys.com. All right. We are done here. I would like to throw it to, uh, to, to GMBG, but I can't. So um, we'll be back. So, well, the playoffs. This weekend, we're going to have to juggle this. I'm trying to think oh my on God. the fly. We're going to have to juggle. We're going to have to juggle draft mm-hmm. coverage, which is. Absolutely important. Yes. Wolves vet line and Wolves discussions. Yeah. And then, and then before, you know, one, once or twice, JHS is going to have to address the Blues series once home ice is set and all that. So I guess what I'm trying to say, Dex, is it's going to be a very busy weekend for those of us at Score North. Is that fair? Yes, it's very busy. And, and look, I know because uh, I saw some comments on our YouTube page. And we've gotten tweets like, why aren't you guys paying more attention to the Wild? I, Of course, Judd and I love the Wild. We have an entire show that's dedicated just to this team. It's called Judd's Hockey Show. Judd is so important, he has his name on the entire show. We couldn't think Actually, of it. Actually, and he has his name on another show, too. He's that important. That's how much we love the Wild. But, yes, we'll, we'll be juggling things. The playoff schedule should be coming out this weekend. It starts on Three, Monday. Three-man crew. We'll be okay, all right. Yeah, we're we're playing a two hundred foot game on all aspects of every sport. Okay, we're we're not we're doing our best here. We're doing our all right. Bye, everybody. You know, there's no room for petty bull. <laughs>